Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of Before the After Talk with your host Carlisle Chua. Oh my god guys, okay, so here's the thing. You know that when I am extremely emotional, I do want to talk it out and everything like that. But I have been trying my best to not, you know, like not speak whenever I am highly emotional because it's just like Carlisle you might say something that you regret and then you're gonna edit a freaking it's gonna be recorded and then you're gonna edit it and then you're gonna record like post it out into the world for everyone to hear like no we're not gonna do that we're gonna always put our best foot forward because it's just I don't know I'm starting to learn how to control my actions and my words and like be less impulsive and that's why I am trying to be smarter about it now but I will say that I did record a podcast I think two days ago when like in the middle of all the chaos that I was in and I was such a mess not in the sense that I was crying or anything like that but dude I was burnt out as hell as in I was dizzy. I was literally falling asleep while recording the podcast. Can you imagine? Like, ooh, I burped. Like, imagine that. Like, I was like, do like my my eyes were closing and I was losing literally everything in my head. It was a twenty four minute podcast and I was out of it. I don't even remember what I was talking about anymore. But for you guys to know or like understand what I'm talking about kasi I had one of the most hectic weeks I've ever had uh this quarantine. Um, yeah, okay, yeah. I did have the most hectic week this week. Um well, when I'm recording this it is only the start of September, but this probably gonna come out in like October or something. But I had a lot going on in my plate like I had something going on with my family which I'm not gonna talk about but something happened and then after that Monday Tuesday Wednesday I had a dry run for a really really big project for my uh org my home org and oh my god it was so stressful so tiring so hectic and oh, it hurt me so much not hurt me but like it tired me out so much because it was online like i don't know about you guys but i think i've talked about obviously i talked about this before but the zoom burnout is so real or zoom fatigue or whatever like it's crazy because it's you're just sitting down and i don't know why but sitting down makes me so exhausted and staying in my room while all of these things are happening like all this chaos is just happening on my computer makes me so sad that it drains me more if that even makes any sense like this uh event was the prep course of my um obviously my uh, my course my college course which is bs legal management so um normally what would happen is just a one-day event and this event is like um there's gonna be an amazing race there are a lot of talks um there's a water balloon fight at the end and everything like that so imagine all of that but online it's so difficult it was so hard to do and we made it not only for one day but for three days so like imagine the core team was burnt out as fuck because it's like shit three days for a dry run for it and then three days for freaking the thing itself and in between that i had so many other meetings for kais and like oh my god it was so deadly like i will never ever do that again and like i thought i could handle it because this is the very first event 
that was online like that i had to deal with i didn't go to orsam anymore so like i wouldn't know how hard it was to actually arrange something like this and i don't know it was just so tiring but i did see that the freshies did have fun and it was so nice to see them enjoy and make friends and like they even said like some of them even said it's more fun than rsm so like i'm already happy with that like i'm i can rest easy now but in the three days like three days of the actual run of the event i was dude it was so hard for me to sleep because i was so tense it was so crazy like i would be in like my body was so tired my eyes especially my eyes because you're staring at the screen for so long it's like i wanted to sleep at 9 p.m. and instead I would fall asleep at 12 because I was tossing and turning and it was so hard and also guys I hate living in the Philippines not only for the government and everything like that but it's so mother freaking hot what's up dude like I am sweating my balls off like it's not even funny and I well, I guess I said it also before that my family doesn't have air like not doesn't have but like we choose not to use aircon in all the rooms so like i'm just a ball of sweat in the heat tense as hell and like it's not fun and also i need to sleep with a (laughs) okay this is gonna be like what the fuck why don't you just it's like this is the one that's gonna annoy everyone but i sleep with a kumot all the time i sleep with a comforter actually not even just a kumot I sleep with a comforter because I get scared if I don't have a comforter. Like, it cannot have just a blanket. Like, it does not make me feel safe. I need a comforter or else I will feel like the demons will take me. I don't know why. It just makes me feel better, okay? So, yes, I was in the heat and I was... Oh, my God. It, I don't even know. It was horrible. I couldn't even watch anything. Like, guys, I tried reading books. I tried watching shows to, like, ease my mind and everything like that. But I can't do it. Like, oh, what the hell? It was so sad. But, um, in other news, my carousel shop is pretty popping now i'm so excited because now i have a lot of reviews coming in and i'm like a five star rating every single time it's so exciting for me i love that um and yeah i don't know it makes me so happy um what else happened oh okay so i <laughs> me thinking about it first before I say it no um I recently made a lot more friends because of this um this what do you call it this event so yun nga, we've been planning it for months and then obviously we stayed together for uh a whole week every single day seeing each other and like dying and screaming on chat and everything like that so obviously we got close but i don't really know if we're close or not because it's online and i don't know if i've talked about this before but i don't know where the boundaries are because with online it's like i just don't think that we're real friends if we're just online friends you know what i mean do you get me is that is that just me like if i don't ever meet you in person it makes me feel like you're not really my friend do you know what i mean like i'm not trying to say like okay because okay i've made a lot of online friends already um 
throughout this quarantine. Obviously, how else am I supposed to make friends? Like, how else am I supposed to reach out to uh, the outside world if not online, right? Um, so I've made a lot of uh, online friends, but I don't like calling them online friends because it just makes me feel lonely. It makes me feel like I'm not really their friend because if we see each other in real life, it's like, oh, we're not, we don't click. You know what I mean? Like, some people have different personalities online and in person. Like, the way they walk, like, the physical... For me, it's so important. Like, the physical meetings that we have and, like, uh, I don't know, body language is so important to me. And if it's, like, it, if it doesn't click, it makes me feel so awkward. And it's like, oh, shit, so are we really not friends because we can only click... Um, we can only click online, like, because you feel... Uh, more secure online like are you more honest with me because you're through a screen do you get me i don't know if it's just me but um yeah i don't know i've always i've been talking about it a lot or not talking about it but i've been thinking about it a lot that i don't know if i could i can consider these people close to me if we're not if we've never really ha 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 uh, if we've never really hung out in person and you know uh ateneo just announced that we are going to be online for this whole school year so that means that all my friends right now who are online and graduating are always going to stay my online friends and it's so weird for me like i don't even know man um I have this like carpool mate or my carpool mate when I was in high school still. She had okay, she's my sister's age, so she's 15 years old right now, but she had a laptop at like 7 years old. Like I don't know about you guys, but that kind of screams privilege to me. Um 7 years old is way too early to own a MacBook, but she had one already and um she got on Tumblr maybe when she was like 8 years old or something like very very early on and like I don't know if um I don't know if being online at such an early age is safe. Oh, well, I don't think it's safe at all because this girl, she's 15 years old, but she's already had how many boyfriends online. And it's very, very dangerous because it's like you're a kid, you're a minor, and you're dating these people that you don't even know are real or not. I really have, like, trust issues, dude. Like, I don't believe that people are really who they are online. Like, I mean, okay, some of my online friends are probably gonna listen to this. And be like, what the fuck? I'm real with you, dude. Like, we've heart-to-hearted already. Okay, yeah, I know. But then, like, I hope that you're still the same person that I talk, that I will meet when we see each other face-to-face. Because for me, I think I'm a much bigger personality when I am face-to-face with someone. Um, So, like, I don't think you can get the full effect of me or you can't really experience the full effect of me if we never meet in person because i'm so physical like i well okay it might sound bad but like i like poking people i like like punching people in the arm and like i'm that type of person i am i'm very physical and like if you if i can't do that to you then you don't really know me or you've never you haven't experienced the full effect of me yet and I don't know, like, mm, I don't know, I don't know, man. Um, 
yeah, I just don't think that I can live this online life for any longer because it makes me really sad. But voila, I can, I have I'm going to be here till next year, June, I guess. Makes me really sad, but yeah. Now with the topic of being online and everything like that, and I did um, introduce you guys to my carpool mate uh, who had who was exposed to the internet very, very early on. And not even the safe side of the internet. Like, you know, the safe side of the internet's like the... Uh, not even YouTube, honestly. YouTube's fucking whack. Like, if you've ever seen... I forgot those weird children... Chil- like, children-esque um videos happy tree friends or something like that i don't know let me just google that for a minute hold on okay um yeah i searched it up happy tree friends it is the one i'm talking about holy shit it's so morbid okay so if you don't know what happy tree friends is i'm going to try to explain this to you it's like um you know Teen Titans Go. It's like very like the 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 Cartoon Network vibe. Like it's 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 car it's a cartoon, but like it gets dark so fast. It gets so morbid and it gets like, um, what's the word? Gory, dude. Like I'm literally looking at the. I won't say it. Never mind. But you can Google what Happy Tree Friends is and you will see it. And it's been on for so long. Holy shit. It's a... Is this a real show? Dude, I don't know if it's a real show or not. Uh-huh. American Adult Animated Web Series. La 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 la. The show was achi- achieved a cult following on YouTube. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, so there you have it. <laughs> it is on YouTube and... Children find it, and it's like, it's not, it doesn't say that it's for adults. It just says, it just says, happy tree friends, and it looks like it's for kids. Like, it's not, it's not like Rick and Morty vibes na you you really see that, oh, it is for adults because of the way things play out. But, like, happy tree friends is really deceiving and really dangerous, and it's like, Oh, I don't know. Basta, there are things like that on YouTube. And there's like... Uh, what else is there? Freaking weird stuff on YouTube. I don't know. Basta, there are a lot of things like that. Um, And she was exposed to the very dark side of it at a very young age. And I'm not judging her for how she is. Like, okay. But she just listened to metal when she was nine years old. Bro, I really watched her grow up because I was carpooling with her every single day. And she was really flexing that she doesn't listen to spotify or itunes or anything she listens to soundcloud edm death metal and like okay listen if that's what's music to your ears then i will respect that dude like okay sure 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 like no question about it but you're nine years old bro like what do you mean you're where like she's literally wearing like a freaking pink checkered poofy top that her mom dressed her in while listening to death metal on her freaking MacBook Air. Like, do you, can you imagine that? Like, it's freaking crazy, dude. And, uh, I don't know. I think the thing with this generation is that they are exposed. They were exposed to, um, 
the internet way too early on and we can't we don't have any control over what they search what they find obviously because we don't know like we don't know what what comes up or yun nga like happy tree friends it get it becomes deceiving like we don't know anything you know and like i think that has put the kids of this age um at risk uh i don't know if you do you get me like it's like um kids nowadays are so quote unquote woke because they were exposed to like things like this already and i'm not saying it's a bad thing that they were exposed to these things because of course you need to raise awareness and everything like that like yeah black lives not matter and like save the environment everything like that right but there's like something about it also that teaches you well okay i don't know how to explain this but activism nowadays has become more of a trend than it is an actual movement and it's so easy to just fake being an advocate for something because everyone is just doing it you know what i mean it's so questionable you don't know which organizations are actually they like they actually mean to do good in the world or they're just creating like fake news or just doing it for clout or like they're stealing the um stealing the what's the the money instead like the donations and everything you don't know anything it's very very dangerous um and the fact that these kids were put online already it's so dangerous for them because they're so susceptible to just believe anything. They're so naive at this age. So they're like, yeah, I'll join this movement. They don't even know what it is. Like, I think that, okay, the internet has brought us such good things. Yeah. But, dude, it has brought a world of bad. Like, oh my gosh, I... Like... Going back to my carpool mate, she had boyfriends already. She's only 15 years old. She started dating at, like, what, 12? Online. She had, like, an online boyfriend um, who says he was 17 years old. This is the very first one I remember. And he's from Finland or something like that. And they met on, like, what, uh, Discord or, like, Tumblr. I don't know where they met. But, like... It's so sketchy because you're like, okay, can I can I see a picture of your boyfriend? And she's like, oh, he doesn't take pictures. Uh, what do you mean? Like, what do you do then? Like, ha, what? Like, these children, they want friends. No, they'll they'll try to look for friends or people to play with, anywhere. And if they find them online, it's dangerous because these people can easily manipulate you because no one else sees your conversations but you and the person it's very dangerous and going back to the activism thing it's dangerous in a whole other way because you're putting yourself out there to be very very vulnerable in front of people and you don't know whether your opinion is your opinion isn't matured yet at this age. You're going to take in whatever anyone says and you will repeat it. So, for example, if you're, you know, um, a white supremacist or something like that, you're, and you see these white, whitewashed everything around you, you're going to advocate for that because to you, 
you'll advocate for what you believe in um and like you don't really know the context of it yet you're a kid you don't know you don't know much and you could be you could be taught the wrong things and you don't have a mind of your own yet at this time you're really just being molded and it's so dangerous because what if these people are teaching you the wrong things you know like it's very dangerous and i don't trust it and um so i don't know how to maneuver around this conversation without uh, making it so it's such a touchy topic especially for my sister's batch because she okay how am i gonna explain this my sister's batch they're a whole different level of bitch like it's crazy like okay my batch we were bitches in high school oh my god like the bullying was kind of crazy but their bullying is so intense because now they have online like in my day like okay wow i'm finally wow i'm old enough to say in my day no but in my batch we well i i i received some cyber bullying before but it wasn't as intense as this because my everyone is everywhere now everyone's on twitter facebook instagram whatever whatever other uh, social media site there is like it's so dangerous and it's so easy to cancel people now because oh my god i don't know okay so this is the situation okay my sister my sister's batch they're really really mean as it is it's an all-girls school very judgmental as it is and you guys already know that because i talked about it already um on top of that they uh, on top of that it's very uso to advocate for things right now right um and i'm not saying it's a bad thing like dude i'm really really glad that these kids are starting to stand up for themselves even early on um and you know knowing their rights and you know like i i think it's a good thing to an extent but if you put that activism and you don't understand how to do it right you could just be scrutinizing someone and scarring them especially in their batch where they're still being molded and learning it's so hard because their batch it or like their generation they're already expected to know everything because it's all online like for example, um, yun nga, uh, no, let's not use Black Lives Matter. Um, let's say the LGBTQIA plus 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 community, okay? Um, obviously, when you're 15 years old, you're still figuring things out, and I'm not expecting you to know everything at this age. I didn't know everything at this age, um, but nowadays, they're expected to know everything even at 15 it's like dude do you not see the instagram posts do you not see the facebook shares about about you know lgbt community like what are you doing you're so not woke and it's like you're not you're not an ally how dare you not be an ally like what the frick you're so canceled you're canceled 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 it's like that um and it's like how dare you not be woke that's the thing with them it's like you you're expected to know everything but how are you supposed to know everything when you're 15 years old? So, I think that, like, your teen years is really when you really make your mistakes. 
And okay, yeah, you can speak up about it, but I think there needs to be more wiggle room to learn. And these kids don't understand that yet. Like, oh my god, it's so messed up. Okay, so what happened? And I'm not trying to side with anyone here. I'm just pointing out the fact that there is something toxic about this way of living as well. This activism phase of everyone as well. Okay, so I'm not, pro- I'm not, I'm not protecting um, this carpool mate. Okay, I'm just saying her story. Okay. So basically what happened was that this carpool mate is not particularly fond. I don't know if not particularly fond. Okay, fine. She is kind of, I guess, against a certain community um, in the LGBT community. Gets like, you know how they're like different subsets. So it's like lesbians, bi's, gays, ganon. So she particularly does not like a certain subset of it. Um, and she says it vocally. And she's a phobic, you know, she's she's a phobic. And at 15 years old, it's like, why are you... Like, how did you get there? You know, like, okay, you're 15 years old, you're still learning and everything like that. I'll understand that, but why are you phobic? Um, what about it has scarred you at such an early age for you to um, openly say that you're against this certain community already? Um, so that was going in my head that she's 15 years old and she doesn't know exactly what she's talking about because she doesn't see the full world yet. She doesn't know. She hasn't. It's not like she's really encountered anyone from that certain community, how is she supposed to know? And how is she supposed to create an informed decision already? How is she supposed to create a statement already that she will live by for the rest of her life at 15 years old? She doesn't know anything yet, okay? Um, and her batchmates, uh, obviously, going along with the advocating whatever la-la-la-la trend, they're like, what the hell? You're you're phobic? What's your problem, bro? Like, okay. I love the fact that everyone is standing up for the LGBT community. Love it. Like, dude, I am so for that. Like, thank God that there's representation now and there are people who are ally allies to the community. Cause it obviously people need to be fought for. And I appreciate that. Obviously, I'm part of the freaking community, man. Like I I'm so grateful that now it's less of, there's less of a stigma now, you know, there's a more welcoming community to come into, okay, I'm so grateful for that, and I'm so grateful that people defend in our honor, okay, but these 15-year-olds were badgering this girl, this 15-year-old girl, being like, you're cancelled, you're cancelled, like, get out of this group chat, we don't accept you in this group chat anymore, like, like okay, I'm. If you're if it's a friend group chat, like five people, six people, even ten people, yeah, okay, I will be like, yeah, get out of this group chat. I don't wanna be around a phobic, obviously. Um, but this was her batch group chat. Uh, as in like 
200 people were in this group chat, 160, I think. So there were a lot of people here. And I guess it's already considered public humiliation. And if you just put your, if you just imagine that physically, it's like 160 people in a room. And they're telling you you're canceled and get out and we don't accept you and everything like that. It feels like we're all just turning on these people now. Like the same way we used to turn on the LGBT community. And it's kind of fucked up for me because no matter what, it's like we're always going to be excluding another. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm pretty sure the whole point of the movement is to be able to accept everyone as they come. You know, like, just because you're straight doesn't mean you can't be an ally. There are some people who are even straightphobic. I've just learned this, but it's crazy that some people literally do not want to be around straight people because they automatically assume that straight people are against gay people. And that's like another, like, what? You're just... Okay, we opened the door and now we're closing a fucking wall. Like, what? Why Why do we keep shunning people? The whole point of this movement is to accept people. And it's not... It's counterproductive what's happening here. We're supposed to be opening doors, breaking down barriers. But instead, you're building up more walls. Instead of... Like like scrutinizing this 15 year old who doesn't know anything why don't you like take it easy on her and teach her better and let her like educate her you don't automatically cancel someone like that and it's so scary to be alive in their generation like dude i'm so grateful that i'm not part of their generation like granted fuck i am i had to go through my own shit and no one was fighting for me at that time. But, oh my god, being in their position now, it's like the more you want to hide. And the more you don't want to learn. Because these people who are saying that they know everything are hating on you or shaming you for not knowing. So how are they gonna know if you're not gonna teach them? The like, where? What is the logic here? What are we doing? Where is the progress? Because it seems like there's no progress here anymore. This just seems like we're in, like, invert, like, inverting the tables. We're just turning tables. Guys, we're not moving the table at all. The table is still in the same fucking place. You're just moving, you're just moving it around. Like, you're just rotating it. There's nothing changing. And that's not progress. And okay, they're 15 year olds. I'm not going to be like, you know, cancel, cancel, cancel. No. They'll learn. But, oh my God. They scarred this girl. I'm not saying, guys, I'm really not trying to... Um, I'm not trying to defend this phobic. Because even I was, like, so upset that she was like this. But instead of, like, telling her, dude, you're a fucking bitch, get out of my life, you educate her. I, my mom literally, ugh, my mom talked to her. Like, okay, her mom, okay, so we're carpool mates, right? Obviously, our parents are gonna know each other. I'm gonna burp. <laughs> 
Okay. So our parents know each other, right? So um the mom of this girl was talking to my mom saying that her daughter was sobbing from last night to this morning, crying, crying her eyeballs off because everyone's bullying her. And my mom was like, why, why, what happened? And then she said, oh, she's a full ba- uh, She's not, no, no, she didn't really know the, uh, she didn't know the um, context of anything. She just knew that her daughter was crying. And if you see it from the parents' perspective, it's so fucked up. It's so scary because it's like, this group of people, they're bullying my daughter and she's crying and like sobbing to death because they're bullying her. That's all, that's all the mom understood. And so my mom talked to my little sister and my little sister told the mo- my mom the story and, you know, my sister was like closed off to it also. She was like, I don't want to associate with her, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not blaming my sister for being like that because obviously that's what, is being i guess that's what's what they're they know right now is to just shun people who aren't accepting um so instead like what i told my little sister was to be like like why don't you just talk to her why don't you tell her what's wrong and why don't you tell her like um why don't you tell like why don't you teach this girl respect and I'm not saying, and that's so different from being like, I'm going to teach you a lesson of respect, bro. Like, it's not like, I'm not, you're not going to beat this girl up. No. I'm saying teach her as in teach her like you're tutoring her. Like, like let her learn her lesson, but not in that physical or harmful way at all. Now, the story is different, I guess, if you're like a 30-year-old, 40, 50, 60-year-old, and you're a phobic. Um, because you have a mind of your own already, and you're capable of processing things and everything. And at that point, um, your mark on the world could be bigger than a 15 year old i'm not saying that you know the children aren't the future and everything like that or i'm not discounting the kids for that or anything but when you are an adult you are definitely held accountable for your actions already and i will not tolerate obviously i will not tolerate a phobic but that doesn't mean i'm not gonna try to change their minds i think right now there's so much hostility um and it's scary i don't know it's just scary guys i think people forget that online there could be fake news online everyone is just vulnerable like it's so vulnerable you think that you're safe just because you're behind the screen you're not because emotional manipulation um emotional abuse and everything it's so much more prevalent um online because you just read the words and if it's directed towards you it hits hard oh my god i don't know i can't even explain like i can't imagine what she's going through the carpool mate but my whole the whole batch okay update that was a few days ago or like a, a week ago okay um so update now is that the batch mates of this girl completely forgot about the situation already like they're they're they moved on they moved on this angry group this angry mob 
of people. They moved on. But I know that my carpool mate is traumatized. And I know that she's scarred. And I know that she won't feel safe around these girls anymore. Like, how are you supposed to find friends now when all of these people turned against you? I would want to leave the school, honestly. It's hard. It's scary. It's not okay. Um, And I just wanted to share that because, okay, I know that I have been trying to keep it lighter on this podcast, obviously. And I really did wait um, and I processed my feelings toward this situation. And I was thinking, is it just because I am associated with this girl that I feel bad for her? Or is it a general feeling that I feel bad for 15-year-olds? I feel bad for kids who have to go through this um, scrutiny now. And I thought about it, yeah. And I'm, I think it's just a general thing that I feel bad for everyone who's growing up at this age. At this time, this time in life, like, man. I also thought about it before, like, what is the best age to be alive right now in 2020? And I was thinking, it's not fun to be this age in your 20s where I am at because it's like your 20s are supposed to be, you know, fun times, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, like enjoying your youth, your your young adulthood and everything like that, but you can't because you're in a pandemic. So I was like, okay, no, it's not my age. Um, I was thinking maybe working class because, you know, they got to experience everything in the past already when they were still free, blah, blah, blah. But for the work, working class naman, oh, they don't have any income, so they can't, it's harder for them. Their lives are harder because they're now adults and they have to make their own living. So it's not, prime to be their age either i was thinking okay maybe kids maybe like babies or something their age and i was like you can't even socialize you can't get socialization with your children i mean i know i know that like babies yeah like they don't need that much socialization because they'll be sleeping all the time but it's like you want to see your lola, you want to see your grandparents, and you can't even do that when you're freshly born. Like, they can't even hold you in their arms, and like, right now, and it's hard. So not them. And I was thinking, okay, maybe kids, like, as in, like, grade school and stuff. And I was like, no, because now they're fucked up. Like, they're they're going through this fucking... They're being bullied online. They're all on TikTok. They're all on Twitter, whatever. Like, being hated on or living in this world of hatred dude there's so much hatred and it's so scary Ugh, i don't know i i don't think it's just a good time to be alive what no i didn't say that who said that what okay on a positive note though um <laughs> it took me so long to think of one no i can't even think of one okay um on a positive note though it is still good to be alive right now because when if you're living through you know all of these things that I go I said like the stages of life, um, if you're living through this, um, it's good because yun nga it does teach you a lesson. Um, you are being educated a lot. Like f- like, I mean I know that kids obviously they want to play around and stuff and instead they're online, um, but. 
at least now, they'll be able to experience family time more. Um, I'm pretty sure not all kids are on their phone, like, 24-7. Like, they have playtime with their family and stuff like that. And, like, they get to see their parents more often. If you guys, like, grew up with parents like mine, it was... They were very, very busy when they were... When I was growing up, kasi. So, like, with duty and stuff like that. So, like... um. I think it's a blessing that my little brother gets to spend more time with my family, get to watch TV with my dad and stuff, because I always wanted to do that before, but instead, uh, I got my grandparents to do that with me, and it's okay, but, like, it was nice. It's nice that my brother gets to spend that time with my family. Um, I guess for the kids, like, for my sister's batch, it's good because... I mean, I, I guess now they're in an age where they're learning things and they're actually being uh, awakened, if that makes any sense. Like, they're they're being educated and they're being wokeified or whatever. And that's good because they're the future and it seems like they're very, very passionate people. And if they were just taught... Um, more compassion and understanding and learn to I guess read into context more I think they would be a very very strong batch very very good like I don't know yeah and then like for I guess for my batch I guess right now we're I I personally am very very protective over the lower batches um, because ah, they're kids dude it's hard to grow up in their age I don't know. I, I mean, it's a good life to live right now still. Because I'm still happy naman. And it, lear- it really made me learn the value of slowing down and stuff. So, yeah, I guess it's good. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Last night I had a breakdown though because I was like, I really miss my fucking friends. Because um, Charlie went out um, in her, you know, social distancing bubble naman with certain people only like a very very small um group of people because her best friend had a birthday um and they had a picnic in the mountains and i wish that i could do that because i remember that before this pandemic hit uh literally a week okay it was a week before the hot air balloon festival uh, festival festival that i was supposed to go to with my best friends from college and i was so heartbroken about it because i wanted to see this band perform and i wanted to i don't know like dress up and i wanted to uh have fun in in the hot air balloon festival and i was gonna go to wonderland for the very first time granted i'm not really the type to go to wonderland i don't even want to i didn't even really want to go but now that i'm thinking about it I took that for granted so hard because we can never... Well, not for a long time, maybe in five years or so, we won't be able to freaking gather like that. There won't be festivals in so long. And it just breaks my heart. And I was just thinking about all the adventures that I would go go to go on with my friends, especially my college friends. Like, I miss them so much. We would have loved to have a picnic um in the mountains like that was supposed to be my birthday plan now we were gonna go hiking and we're gonna go have 
lunch up there or something like i don't know i was gonna have so much fun but it's okay i am not um i'm just looking forward to when this is all over so i can go and adventure with my best friends again but damn i miss them so hard right now and i'm thinking about it i was really saving pictures like i was going through my google drive and i was like why did i even delete these pictures in my fir- in the first place and i re-downloaded them re-downloaded them on my phone and i was like i'm just staring at it like ah oh, man i miss these people like so much and i was thinking about the event i was handling and i was like man if we were in person this would have been so fun we would i, I bet you i would have gotten cl- even closer to these people if we were face to face but it's okay like this is the best we can do with our situation we're literally making the most out of it however we can and that's fine but yeah um ah, it's not going to end on a i guess it is ending on a positive note but slightly like oh sad kind of melancholic like you wanna listen to freaking like I don't know, like some sad music or some sappy music after this or something. But I just miss my homies real hard. I hope that the lower batches learn um, to be more understanding with their batchmates. And instead of shunning people, they will learn patience to educate people instead and i hope everyone is happy everyone's doing good i will see you guys next week i really am starting to love this podcast more and more and i do um like look forward to every sunday i don't know about you guys but i look forward to every sunday when i post because it makes me happy and i'm starting to get to that point where it's like okay fine like it doesn't matter how many people are listening because in general and i just realized this or i just found out but in general podcasts don't get a lot of listens because it's a podcast it's a very very um like niche thing not everyone listens to podcasts but yeah like I am so happy that um, I get to do this and it makes me so happy and it makes me excited every single week and so I will keep living for the weeks because I love what I'm doing and I hope you guys love listening too. Anyway, that's all. Bye guys. Love you.